BS Free Witchcraft is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Nerd and Tie produces podcasts ranging from actual play to true crime, and you can find more at nerdandtie.com or join our Discord by going to nerdandtie.com slash Discord. I've been seeing a lot of people posting about how selling your offers at this time is morally wrong. I'm not here for it. Like, I am not here for it. We don't need you to be going, oh, I shouldn't sell my services because there's an, an announced pandemic happening in the world. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, in fact, if there is a actual pandemic happening in this world where people are ill, stressed, fatigued, um, in a state of fear, they need your services now more than they've ever needed them before. And when the absolute panic subsides, because it has to eventually, um, people are gonna need your services. But it's important that we don't stop talking about what we do. It's important that we don't stop sharing because we're trying to be sensitive to people who have died. This is where the numbers just don't add up. Just go Google. Go fucking Google how many people died from the flu last year or this current flu season, how many people have died, right? In the United States alone, 16,000 people have died from the flu in the 2019-2020 flu season. 16,000, okay? 280,000 people were hospitalized with the flu. So this is where the numbers game, you guys, like you've got to pay attention to this. Welcome to BS Free Witchcraft, your monthly guide to the modern witchcraft movement, minus a lot of the usual BS. I'm your host, Trey Dorn, and what you heard there was just more of Leah Steele, a self-described wealth witch and kind of a pseudo-guru and if you want to know a lot more about her and just kind of how terrible she is, you can listen to last month's podcast. Uh, we talk about her a lot there. Uh, and what our subject is this month is online spellcasters or spell farms and people who charge online large amounts for magical services. I've talked a lot about this before historically, like on my old website, like a decade ago, but it's still a problem. This stuff is still out there. And I thought Leah Steele is a pretty solid example of the high-profile kind, but there's more to, than just these so-called gurus. There's a whole spectrum of these people, and we need to talk about it. We need to talk about the ethics of selling magical services and what your, uh, as a practitioner, if you do chose, choose to eventually go down that route, what your kind of, you know, responsibilities are in that kind of a field, and also probably why you shouldn't do it. But it, I, I don't dictate people's personal choices, and I would prefer to lay things out and let you decide. Before we get into this, though, I need to address that as, again, Leah Steele, who I have grown to hate so much just because of 
you know, for many reasons, but mostly her coronavirus denial, and it's driving me nuts. Like, she quotes the, the flu deaths at 16,000. Um, we're in the middle of um, of uh, effectively a shelter-in-place order here in Wisconsin, where I am. We have been for a month. We will be for at least a month. Um, so you can understand my frustration. For those of you listening in the future, because I know people archive binge on the show because most of the episodes are not timely. Um, most of the episodes can be listened to at any point and are just as relevant. But I am recording this again in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Let's just keep that in mind. And if Ms. Steele ever runs across this podcast, I kind of obscured the first one so it wouldn't show up in Google results. So I don't know if she'll find this or not. There's a good chance she never hears this, but uh, 16,000 flu deaths. Yeah, well the current coronavirus death count and we're in the middle of this we are not anywhere near the end the end is not like necessarily in sight in the united states alone according to the cdc when i'm recording this which is like over a week before this comes out so it might it, it will be higher or over 30,000 deaths so if you're anti-science, if you're not taking this seriously, you can just jump right off the show. Like, I don't need you as a listener. Um, we take this pandemic seriously in this house. And um, being dismissive of it is just, frankly, horrifically irresponsible. And, like, her entire attitude of being really dismissive and only referring to it as a quote-unquote announced pandemic is just, she's just the worst. Woof. So to jump back on subject to why we bring up Leah Steele at all is that, and one of my big criticisms of her is the fact that she sells... <laughs> Wealth alchemy services, in quotes, for exorbitant amounts of money. Um, some of it is uh, in her classes are, you know, $40, 40-something $40 dollars. I think she has a temporarily discounted one to $22. That's how much I've spent time. I have spent looking at her stuff today. Don't, don't want to. But she, like, sells services ranging in the hundreds of dollars to the thousands of dollars. Like, I think she has one thing that's like $4,444 because she likes repeating numbers because it looks magical. Ooh. Anyways, I'm, I'm making fun of someone for doing something that looks aesthetically magical, and I'm a witch. That's how annoyed I am with her. Um... <laughs> Oh, and she has a podcast now, which you should definitely not listen to if you don't want to pull your hair out. Her live streams are bad enough. Oof. All right, anyways. But Leah Steele is actually like... So I dislike her a lot, but I want you to understand Leah Steele is not the worst thing out there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her credit in the following ways... And this is like the bare minimum, but but I'm going to say it. Uh, Leah Steele uses, like, her own, puts her own face out there, tells you where she actually is. Uh, she represents herself as herself. Um, her name's actually Leah Steele Barnett, but it's her name still. Like, Leah Steele is Leah Steele. Um... 
you see her face, you hear her voice. She's going to take your money and walk away with it and uh, just have you sit through some creepy spiral thing which has, like, Scientology stuff laced into it with, like, auditing. Okay, anyways. It's not actually Scientology. It just took things from Scientology. Anyways, not important. But you at least know when you're dealing with her who you're dealing with. She is, if anything, uh, self-promoting, self-interested jackass. But what if I... What if I told you there are definitely worse people working in this field? Worse predators out there in the world charging money for magical services. Leah Steele promises to make you money by spending money on her, which is obviously bullshit, but what if I told you that there are people out there in the world offering much more dangerous services. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up and come see the wildest wonders of the world. Just go to our website and click on these PayPal links and we can grant you any of your greatest wishes. That's right. Do you want to swap your gender? Do you want to cure cancer? Do you want immortality? All of these can be yours and more for just a low, low price of lots of money. Just click on our PayPal links and we'll take care of you. Is there a deadly disease out there? We've got the cure. The cure of magic? <laughs> All of our readings take 12 hours. A witch will stand alone in a closet for days just to cast your spell. Money back guaranteed. If you could prove without a shadow of a doubt that it didn't work at all. So what I'm talking about here is a category of websites that I refer to as spell farms. What is a spell farm? Well, what they are are websites set up by supposed internet spell casters where they sell you spells. It's uh, They cast spells on your behalf for X amount of dollars, and you'll find on these websites um, the obvious like love spells, but you'll also find wealth spells. You'll find all those, but you'll also find much more sinister things like spells claiming they can cure cancer. These are websites that <laughs> claim they can cure cancer. They, they prey on people who either have cancer or who have loved ones with cancer, and they tell you they're going to cast a spell that cures it. That's what angered me the first time I found one of these sites. It was just a, a chance that I ran across fastspells.com about 12 years ago. This site doesn't exist anymore, thankfully. And it, uh, they advertised on, uh, on Google Ads, which is how I ended up finding out about them um, when I saw an ad pop up on my personal website, trhonline.com, because I have always you know, written about witchcraft stuff from time to time don't don't go there don't read any witchcraft articles on that website they're all really old and all the best parts have already been recycled into episodes of this podcast so you're not gonna find anything worthwhile <laughs> other than how bad i used to be as a writer anyways i uh i dug into fastspells.com and these websites are just terrible 
Like, they claim that they're going to cast a spell for you if you just send them X amount of money on PayPal. And then I I don't want to spoil it, but that's when they just do nothing and take your money and go home. Uh, I was angry the instant I saw the Cure Cancer spell. Like, it was funny when it was love spells. It was enraging when I saw um, their promises to cure diseases. And so... I I dug into that site, and the other thing about spell farms that is almost universally true is that they're not run by the people who claim to be running them. Fastspells.com claimed to be run by this woman, Kimberly Rose. They had photos of this person. Um, there was a bio of this person, how long they'd been a witch. Uh, there was the bizarre promise that they would take 12 hours to cast any spell that they were hired to do, which just, like, if there was any part of you that actually thought someone was actually casting a spell when you spent the money, that, like, that whole 12-hour thing is just nonsense insanity. Like, you gotta pee at some point. You can't cast a spell for 12 hours. What is wrong with you? Um, well, Kimberly Rose was not a real person. The people actually running the website turned out to be um, Brittany Gross Reynolds. Uh, her husband at the time, I don't know if they're still together, believe it or not, I have not kept in touch with these people, uh, Kevin Reynolds, and their friend Andrew Bucklin. These three people ran the website, but Kimberly Rose was the name that they sold. So if people bought stuff and had a problem or wanted to complain, it was never their own names that got in trouble. It was always this fictitious Kimberly Rose. I wrote about five different articles, and in every single one of these situations, it turned out that the name of the person running the website was never the same as the name publicly listed, uh, whether it be... Um, fastspells.com where it was three people there was uh, a spellcaster in the UK whose real name I never discovered but who harassed me for years that guy was a dick uh, but he had a completely fictional identity crafted I think it was Frotterd Antalian or something like that um, there was uh, another one where this guy made a spellcasting website using his girlfriend's name without her knowing it. And they have long since broken up, and I've had interesting email exchanges with her when I had to modify my article because uh, she had really no idea that the entire thing had happened and that she had had her name slapped on a website he was making money off of. But in all these cases, like, never, never was it the real person. Never was it a real identity. And if you want to see how true that is, I'm I'm literally I'm going to go find a random I'm going to go find a random spellcaster website. Just give me 5 minutes on Google here. All right. So I have found extremeblackmagicspells.com. Now I'm going to pause the recording. I'm going to do 5 minutes of research on Google. Be right back. All right, so 
Taking through the site, according to their fact, their name is Raven. And doing some additional Googling of the site, I found a uh, article on articlebiz.com. And I use the word article in giant air quotes because this is very poorly written um, by a Raven Zacks, uh, last name Z-A-X. <laughs> that's, that's fake. Um, that, that claims that they run the site and that they are a uh, black magic witch living and working in Brooklyn, New York. Now, if I go to the website um, and I go through it, um, besides finding out that their name is Raven, uh, they apparently own a cat and they have a nice, cute photo of their cat. Except you reverse image search this photo on Google. This photo of a cat is a stock image. This is not this person's cat. So that nice little personal anecdote is completely fictitious. It's a complete fiction. It's fictitious. It is not real. Now, a lot of us as witches use craft names. So like, it's not super weird for someone to call themselves something other than their legal name. Um, that's like a normal witch thing to do. But lying about your cat I'm just kind of side-eyes there. And now, looking more at this website, looking more at this website, if I go to Black Magic Spells, and I click on Black Magic Spells, the first spell that's on this list, besides, like, the love spells, revenge spells, wealth spells, all the stuff you expect, the first spell on their list, on their webpage, is Coronavirus Protection Spell. You have got to be fucking kidding me. A coronavirus protection. They, they spell it corona space virus, which is wrong, but they are literally selling you a coronavirus spell, a protection spell on, on this website. It's And that spell, that spell is just for the the low, low price of a hundred and fifty bucks. Well, one forty-nine. But don't worry, that's a that's a discount. That's a discount. The base price that it's marked down from, according to thing, is two ninety-nine. So it's a three hundred dollar spell. You're you're lucky you're getting that half off. That whole whole lot of nothing. Paying one hundred fifty dollars for nothing. Can you imagine being this awful of a person? Like, look, everyone listening to the show, we are we are witches for the most part. I doubt anyone's listening to the show who isn't at least interested in witchcraft. And we believe in magic, but we also believe in viruses. And they are real. And, um, like, you can't cast a magic spell to keep you safe from coronavirus. You just... You can't. And the fact that this website, this, these websites are out there and they're taking advantage of people. Like, it's ridiculous and it is awful. And 
While I can imagine that there might be some witch out on the internet taking money to provide magical services for someone, um, I cannot believe that that any of these websites that lie about who runs them, because they almost all lie about who's running them, in in the sense that I I have really never found one of these internet spellcasters who isn't just lying about who they are. I think technically I've only ever found one who's not lying about they, who they are, and they were a white person who practiced hoodoo, so that's a whole other set of problems. <laughs> if a website is lying about who's running it, though, there is no way that they're doing any sort of spell. They're just taking your money and going. And that's that's where the problem lies. And I know I know most of us want to say, hey, people wouldn't fall for that scam. People can't actually be spending the money. But there's um <laughs> I hate to tell you, but uh there are a lot of these people. Like so there's this website which I know about only because I um, used to write articles about spellcasters. Some of my articles there got linked on this website, but it's um, spsreviewforum.com for spells, psychics, and spirits review forum. And it is a website that has been around for a long time of people reviewing and discussing internet spellcasters. And if you want to know, like, the most recent discussion is literally from today. Like, the most recent post was an hour, an hour ago <laughs> from when I'm recording this. So, like, not only are there people who are taking advantage of these people. But there are people discussing and rating these people who are taking advantage of them because apparently uh, it's... <laughs> uh, apparently uh, there are enough people who still believe who have also had problems with these people that it's formed a forum. A rather active one. Like a super active one. I should have used this site to find my example. Might have been more poetic, but it doesn't matter. It's what it comes down to is that there are these websites that are out there taking advantage of people, and we need to all be aware of them. And I guess it's it's so complicated because like there's a long tradition of people charging money for metaphysical services. Like I literally drive by the local psychic every time I go to the grocery store. There's a big sign out front. And like charging for metaphysical services isn't inherently unethical. It's not. Like obviously like there's a long tradition of charging money for tarot readings and you're getting like an actual tarot reading out of it. But in these cases, with these spell farms, these are just people charging money for nothing. Like, they are not actually performing 
a spell. Period. So you are literally just throwing your money away versus if you go and pay money for a tarot reading, even at the like, even if you go to someone who is the biggest con artist of a tarot reader, like there are many people who do tarot readings earnestly, but even if you go to someone who's a scam artist, like, and I use in quotes and they go, but they actually put cards out on the table and interpret those cards, even if they're just like, you are still getting a service out of that, even if it's just for entertainment value. Like, and I mean, I say this is a person who lives in tarot, but if you don't actually believe in what you're doing and you do the tarot reading, it's not really, it doesn't really work because you need to have the belief in the system for the system to work. At least that's in my paradigm. Um, anyways, not important. You're at least, but you are getting something. Um, but I need to remind you that, like, if you go back to the psychic hotlines of, you know, a couple decades ago, like, a lot of those people who were doing terror, quote-unquote terror readings over the phone didn't actually have a deck of cards in front of them. They were just making stuff up. They didn't actually, like, there are, I've, there are articles from people, like, there's one article written by someone who used to work at a psychic hotline who was supposed to be doing tarot readings and never even got a deck of tarot cards and had never even laid hands on a deck of tarot cards. So when you're not doing something in person, there's no guarantee that anything's happening at all. And I don't know. Like, I'm not saying... Like, there are plenty of people who do, like, tarot honestly online and, like, will do spreads for people. And I've seen it on Tumblr and things like that. And that's fine. And if you do that and you get value from that, that is fine. And that's why, like, there's a long tradition of that. But if you are telling people that you are going to sell them a cure for a disease online, like, first off, I, I strongly believe in witchcraft, but, uh, like, if I was going to develop a spell to protect against coronavirus, I guess what I would do is cast a spell on myself to avoid people who are infected. That would work, because magic ain't stopping a virus transmission. <laughs> it just isn't. You know, it's wear a mask, wear gloves, wash your hands. If if you wear gloves, gloves will prevent cross-contamination. Don't go and rub your face with it after you... Like, I saw this guy in the parking lot of the grocery store who I saw him. He went to the store with masks and a glove on, gloves on, which is like, great, okay. But then in the parking lot, we got so he pulled his mask off with his gloves, like, still wearing them. Like, you just, like, counteracted the whole point. Like, remove gloves then you can remove your mask. Or you wash your hands, then remove the mask. You don't... Never touch your face with dirty hands. That's coronavirus. That is not... Okay. Sorry. Getting back on track. This is what happens. Oh, boy. We have... We have talked about this for a while. And so I guess my point, the reason why I wanted to talk about this this episode, the reason why I wanted to go into this is because I think it's we as witches need to know what the playing field is. We need to know what kind of terrible people are operating in the world using the same name as us. That when you encounter someone who 
has said they have like dealt with a witch before that they might be talking about these scam artists and wannabe gurus and just terrible people. And I needed to also remind the world that there are worse people in the world than Leah Steele. Well, only slightly worse, but still worse. These are predators who are out there who are taking advantage of vulnerable people in the name of witchcraft. And we're witches. We have friends who we have friends who might be open to stuff who might be the exact people who these people are trying to take advantage of. And it's we all have a responsibility to the community, to everyone around us to make sure that people are aware of this stuff in the world so it can be avoided. If every one of these scam artists was shut down, I would be happy. And that's that's the truth. I want to thank you guys for sitting through this half-hour-long ramble of uh, <laughs> me complaining about things. Um, I swear we'll get more into witchcrafty topics next month. Um, it 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 will happen. I, I I won't keep harping on crazy, annoying people. Probably. I mean, I'll probably be complaining about something, but we're going to dispel the bullshit. And I realized, like, I was going to promise you a more witchcrafty, like, more... And then I remembered, like, the couple episodes I have halfway through prep, and I was like, oh, that's going to be more complaining about... But it'll be different bad stuff. It'll be... <laughs> it'll be more linked into the modern witchcraft movement more directly. And so, don't worry. Um gonna get back on track i promise uh remember uh if you want to discuss this show and uh other fun topics and uh witchcraft we uh the nerd and tie network the podcast network that bs or witchcraft is a part of has a discord that you can find at nerdtie.com slash discord it'll take you to an invite there's a dedicated bs free witchcraft channel there's a dedicated uh just regular general witchcraft channel and and there is a channel for Hex Positive. And let me tell you about Hex Positive. Hex Positive is a new show coming to the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. It is a practical witchcraft podcast hosted by Brie Nagarin, author of Grove Daughter Witchery, which I've recommended that book on the show, and we've had her on the show for a couple episodes. Every month, you can join Brie for a discussion of secular witchcraft with plenty of tips for witching on a budget, finding good resources, furthering your magical education, and keeping your common sense superpowers strong. The show will also delve into the history of witches and witchcraft and witches in folklore and literature and how those ideas influence what it means to be a witch in the modern day. You guys asked for more witchcraft podcasts um, I know it's one of the most common complaints is that this show only comes out once a month. And while I can't make more episodes than my current rate, because, you know, I exist. When Brina Garen, when she said that she was interested in launching a podcast and she was planning on launching a podcast, we, uh, I, we, at the Nerd Time Network, we jumped at the chance to, like, be a part of it and to have it on the network. So 
while this show will still be monthly, that show will also be monthly. And so you'll get on the Nerd and Tie at nerdandtie.com. You will get two witchcraft podcasts a month instead of just one. And while I'm sure there's going to be a lot of overlap in some of the stuff we, we cover, because I talk about history, I talk about, you know, Folklore Share show is going to have more practical advice. And also, frankly, uh, Brina Garen is a, right, you know, writes about secular witchcraft while I'm a Wiccan witch. And while these are both general witchcraft podcasts, uh, it's a very different angle and different perspectives. So that show will be premiering in May. And uh, you can find more at nerdandtie.com slash hex. And you can find more about this show at uh, nerdandtie.com slash bsfreewitchcraft or bsfreewitchcraft.trhonline.com. And you can find subscription options to the show there if you aren't already subscribed. And uh, please rate and review us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, on Stitcher, where you can find the show in so many places. And remember, if you want to follow the show on social media, you can do that by following me on Twitter at T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. On Tumblr, I'm T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N.tumblr.com. And you can follow this page on Facebook at facebook.com slash bsfreewitchcraft. And this show is made possible by patrons on my Patreon if you would like to support this show and make sure that it goes out every month like it does, um, you can go to patreon.com slash T-R-E-G-O-R-N. One of the benefits is that recently we've been putting the show up on for Patreon subscribers uh, about a week before it goes online on the website. So you could listen to this show. You could have listened to this show early if you jumped on patreon even just even at the the dollar a month level would have given you early access to this episode so consider doing that and i want to thank all the people who do support me on patreon because y'all are great and with that i am going to wish you all the best of luck over the next month um as we all continue to stay inside and socially distance as much as possible in the great pandemic of 2020. Woof. Never really wanted to live through more historical moments, but here we go. And I will talk to you all again in a month, my chickens. <laughs>